0: Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to this episode of Nomad Ramblings, Conversations from the Road. Today's conversation marks a milestone in my content creator career. If you recall last winter, I decided to tell the town of Crested Butte that I didn't want to come back for Parks and Rec this summer, and that I was just going to focus full-time on content creation. And so that was kind of a risk because at the time, the con- the income was still pretty shaky, but I figured I needed to make the jump and, and dive headfirst into this. And just over this past weekend, I hit the 100,000 subscriber mark on my YouTube channel, which is absolutely insane. I, n- I never anticipated getting to that point, and I am exu- super excited about what's in store for the future, and I just couldn't be more thrilled about how this new career path is going for me. And so in this episode, we start out talking about Craig's experience trucking and uh, touch on that a little bit. And then we dive into uh, Craig's actually uh, t- interviews me as to what I, what I think of and my strategy behind uh, the video content creation and how I put those videos together to push out to the audience. So this, t- this kind of gives a window into my mindset of what I think of with video creation. And I uh, hope you all enjoy the conversation. you changed your name to philosophical astronaut
1: i didn't even do that man it i i didn't like it popped up and i'm oh, like yeah oh, i, I kind of like that yeah oh, that's cool <laughs> i thought
0: you i thought you made I thought, that i was like that's badass no i thought i thought
1: you actually set that up with the session was that i was like oh fuck yeah brian 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 freaking came up with a good little avatar name for me
0: <laughs> I, I do like that i think that's a good one F- philosophical astronaut yeah so. no
1: sure. it's, it, it fits it fits
0: so you Um, so you've got another day with your with your truck in the shop huh
1: yeah so i it went in for regular service on sunday and then they didn't actually get it into the shop until yesterday and you know standard look at the fluids chain the fluids and all that stuff um they found some issues with the brakes they found an alignment issue there's um issues with the quarter panels there's a check engine light issue so um anyway it's uh yeah it's it's another it's another down down day
0: and, 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 and all, all those expenses and everything are obviously on the company right i mean nothing oh yeah, yeah yeah well the, i okay.
1: i so i i'm staying at a non i i'm staying at the so swift has a, an agreement with a hotel and i've chosen to stay at another hotel um because it's mm-hmm. it's better located it's like it's got a Walmart across the street and In-N-Out Burger, Chick-fil-A. Is, it's like in the center of a lot more walkable stuff. So I'm not expecting to get paid for, pay back for, reimbursed for this hotel stay. Um, but that's kind of a an informed decision that I made. I think if I stayed at the other one, um, they probably would have paid for it. But I... I think it's probably a shithole, (laughs) and um,
0: and you wanted to get some sleep. (laughs) uh, Yeah,
1: I just don't. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not dying on the money front right now, so Mm -hmm. you know I deserve it. You know, it's nice to treat
0: yourself. I mean, you've been working hard, and you've also been. I mean, the the sleeping aspect of it, I think, would be challenging. With you know, you're you're trying to wrap your head around all these regulations and these new steps that are above and beyond just normal driving just to make sure that you comply with everything and that you do absorb it all. But that's hard to do if you're not sleeping well. And then driving is in my opinion, in physically or physically it's, it's exhausting, but mentally is where it's really exhausting. You know, it's like, you got to focus. And I wouldn't, I can't, I can't imagine with the 80,000 pound payload, you know, what that, what that uh initial kind of like holy shit this is a big deal that i'm driving this you know what that what that must must be like because that just must be mentally just exhausting
1: oh yeah no it's it's um yeah it's all, all everything you just said is is spot on and um i mean i didn't you know my, my the first time i took the wheel was right after we loaded up in the back country of north carolina it was like this you know place in the backwoods, it was, it was a railroad yard where they had a, but a bunch of wood shippings, but they also had this manufacturing plant for concrete slabs, like pre-made concrete slab walls.
0: You're like, Isn't this where they kill were, people?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it could have been a, a site of a, another movie. And so we load up and like, we're at 80,000 pounds and my, my trainer goes, all right, now you get to take the wheel. And we're on these narrow, windy, up and down roads. And that was the first time I took the wheel of a tractor trailer since since I went to truck school two years ago. And oh, I'm Lord. driving on the, the windy <laughs> roads. I mean, it, it's like a legit, you know, Colorado kind of windy road through like these. And it, it was just nuts. I was like, holy shit. You're like, you're actually giving me your, you you want to trust me right now with a fully loaded tractor trailer on windy narrow roads and i haven't driven you know for two years like okay dude like let's do this (laughs) yeah there we go (laughs) um, yeah and i I mean it was uh you know obviously i I did all right but it was definitely um nerve-wracking um yeah i can uh, only
0: imagine man that's that's crazy
1: yeah yeah Good times, but let's, let's talk yeah. about your, your video production, man. I mean, I, and I, I, think, I mean, you've got some really interesting stuff going on, I think with, mm-hmm. with a lot of the, re- the relationships and, and contracts that you're, you're, you're lining up with, um, you know, your, your clients. Um, but mm-hmm. you're, I, I kind of want to, I kind of want to jump right into the, um, like what do you, what would you describe your philosophy like what's how what's your philosophy in designing your videos because there is like I'm it's almost like you're developing your own style you know you're Mm -hmm. you 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 have you know you have a main topic this this is what I'm and I'm not watching every single one of your videos it seems like I'm it's just because you're producing so much and I just don't spend a lot of time on YouTube. But yeah. what I see is that you, you have like a main topic or a main thing that you want to communicate to your audience. But then what I'm seeing is like you package it in a way that gives your audience a sense of what's going on in the detailed day-to-day life that you're leading out there so you know you'll have Mm -hmm. shots of you know taken with your drone um you'll have shots of you doing cooking things you'll have shots of you so like can is just can you put words to the formula that you're putting together Mm -hmm. it's like you're an artist you know you're painting a canvas like Mm -hmm. what's what's your philosophy in putting your videos together because like honestly I'm just kind of blown away by how good you're getting and how oh thanks man yeah no and you're 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 whatever you're doing is really drawing me in as far as like you know you've got the visual you've got the emotional Mm -hmm. the emotional hooks you've got the sound hooks and um I I don't know I I just want to hear you talk about what what your philosophy is as you're putting these videos together.
0: Yeah, no, you, you've, you've kind of nailed it on the head as far as, you know, those different components that I'm putting in there. Cause if you, if you look at my videos in the past, a lot of them were just how to videos. I would say like, here's how you set up your truck, or here's how you set up a video or set up a winter tent or a stove or, you know, whatever. And I kind of started running out of how to stuff because I, I covered everything. <laughs> you know? Right. And so after after a while, you, you know, you can you can only talk about how I many times you set up your truck before people are like, yeah, you've already covered that. And so I started thinking, I'm like, you know, I we, on this podcast, you know, we started sharing a lot of information of our past, like personal information, and it seemed to really bring about a lot of positivity. And I thought if I do that on my YouTube channel, I think it'll do the same and I think it'll grow my channel. So if you look at my channel last winter, when I was going into last winter, I was at 35,000 subscribers. And I'm about ready to eclipse 100,000 now. So in a year's time, I saw
1: saw that, man.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So like in less than a year's time, I've gained almost 70,000 or 65,000, which is nuts. I mean, that's just crazy to think about. And um, but it all started to really take off. And these collaborations with these other outdoor or or these other sponsor, you know, these, these companies want to sponsor videos that didn't take off until I started doing those lifestyle videos. And so I, I was like, well, I want to give people a glimpse into this and I'm not going to be all fluffy about everything. You know, every day is not going to be awesome. I'm going to put the days in there that kind of suck too and give people a real window into this and try to be as honest about it as possible. And once I started doing that, it's just it's like things just took off. And then what I do now, like when I when I make videos now, I've noticed there's kind of a flow that I get into is that I'll, I'll make videos for two or three days out of the week and then I can then I can post them up, you know, throughout the rest of the week. And if I want to make, <clears throat> and that's like if I want to do two videos a week, if I do three videos a week, I'll usually do two videos on one day and then one video like three or four days down the line. And that way I can space them out a little bit. But, um, <laughs> she was going crazy underneath the truck right now. I don't nice. know if you saw this dust coming come, come my way, but she's <laughs> kicking up like an area for her to sleep and all the dust is coming right here. So that's what I keep looking at. <laughs> but, uh, but back to the videos, you know, once I started doing the lifestyle stuff, that's when my, that's when my email blew up. And it went from well, on YouTube, you'll you'll initially have like YouTube resellers or, or Amazon resellers that will call you and try to, or contact you and try to get you to review their stuff and review their channel, which said that's really small potatoes, in my opinion. I never I've never done that. And I always waited for bigger companies to to hit me up. And so once once I was working with BioLite and some of those other companies that were just kind of giving me some free products for reviews, I thought, OK, this is legit and I can build some credibility behind this. And it's gotten got to the point now to where the the companies that call me, um, I either work with agencies like Cintess. Uh They're a good company I work with out of Scotland. And uh, they've brought me like 11 deals in the last three months. Wow. And the deals range anywhere from 600 to 1,000 bucks a spot. And so, you know, you think of something like that and you, say you do that every month, you know, to where you say, say you do four or five spots a month. And you can get an additional 4800 to 6000 you know, on top of everything you're doing. I mean, that's huge. That's huge additional money. And so I started looking at this and I thought, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to everybody that hits me up. That, that's legitimate. You know, like, like right. initially when the, well, like when the Ridge Wallet hit me up and, and then now they're going to be a sponsor of the podcast, which is super cool. And that stuff's supposed to be arriving today, which is great. So awesome. um, I'll get that this week. Yeah, so we can get that and talk about it to the audience. But you know, when they hit me up, you know, at first I thought, well, I don't know about wallets, but let me look at this real quick. And then I start looking, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the one that was like Joe Rogan talked about it, and you know, they they sponsored well, Rogan I, people.
1: I when you when you told me about that, like I I've been I I don't know if like I got a wallet fetish or whatever, but I I've been like like researching wallets. I I hate a bulky like a bulky unnecessary wallet and. Ridge, they, they had been, um, I'm, I'm in their target audience on Facebook and like, I'm, I'm getting their advertisements a lot. And I, I had been researching them. Mm-hmm. I love their design. And mm-hmm. I, in my mind, it, it really aligns with like, I'm, I am a minimalist. I, I don't want clutter. I don't want extraneous stuff. And I mean, they, they had me hooked before you even mentioned it. They were on my radar before, mm-hmm you even talked about it. So I think that that's awesome that they they reached out to you and good for their marketing yeah. department to, um, to, to, to line that up and, and make sense. So yeah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm psyched to see what those things look like.
0: Yeah. I'm psyched to use them too. One, one thing that I have a problem with is in the side pockets on my hiking pants after yeah. a while, when you've got your, you got that big wallet in there, it gets loose and it just flaps around when you're on the trail and it drives me nuts. So I'm excited to use that Ridge cause it's a lot smaller. And with, what was nice about them is that it wasn't an agency that brought it to me, it was actually their marketing director that contacted me. So I was like, cool, I now I'm getting direct communication instead of instead of going through um, you know, kind of like a middle person or a middle company that's brokering these deals. Instead of that, I just get to go directly to the company and work with them and then now I I got an email this morning that one of the sister companies of the Ridge now messaged me and is interested in working together. So, wow. you know, it's just stuff like that. It's just that it's amazing, and it's like I think also once you get to the point to where you're doing these collaborations, like the Omaze one that was just on with the Sprinter four x four van giveaway, and it's cool because it's 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 helping the Access Fund, and you know they're a nonprofit that is for climbing access, and they they go in and they'll they'll, leave, they'll they'll go so far as to buy old like like trails that are up for sale. They'll go so far as to buy those trails and put them under their own stewardship and pay their own money to fix them back up and then give them back to the public. Like that's That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So stuff like that to have those opportunities come about, it's like once you get in that category, I've, I've realized that each one of those, each, each, each step I take with that, it just brings about more and more companies getting in touch with me. And they I mean, I don't mind working with some of these agencies. They're great, you know, so it doesn't bother me to work with them or to work directly with the client. It's just nice to be in a position to where they look at my channel and value it such to say, we need to spend some money on this guy's channel because he's got the reach. And that's what I wanted to build. So
1: like I, I, that's, I mean, it's fascinating and that's awesome. And it it doesn't surprise me. And I, I guess I'm, I'm actually interested to hear your, your, your approach to developing these videos. Like, so I'm not even interested in how you're developing the relationships with your clients. I am just like interested in like, what, what, what goes on in your head as you're making these movies, you know, who, who are you, Mm -hmm. who are you studying? You know, I I have to imagine that you've got a variety of people whose stuff you look at and you're like, Oh, I like that idea. Like how they did that and, and how they did that. And like, I want to figure out how to incorporate that. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I, am I'm just interested in your creative process in putting these movies together totally putting your clients aside and how you're developing your relationships with them like what Mm -hmm. what is your thought process with with putting these parsing these movies together
0: yeah so sorry sorry about that i went off on a tangent i'm I'm tired. So. <laughs> if I go off on a tangent again, just be like, yo dude, get back on track. But, um, so the thought process behind it and, uh, and, and to answer kind of like what you had just said about watching other people, I actually intentionally don't watch other people cause I don't want to, mm. I don't want to, I don't want to copy anything. <clears throat> and so my mindset is like when I watch other channels that, that like foresty forest or, you know, down a mob with Phil or like full Alaskan, send Overland, it's just for fun. Like and I don't ever look at that and think, oh, I should incorporate that in my videos. Like I don't look at it that way because I don't want to look at that as work. I want to look at that as fun. And yeah. um, that, that's the reason why. I Also, like like I don't use ad agencies for my own personal brand. You know, if they want to if they want to present me to um, some of these sponsors, that's cool. But in my own personal brand, I don't use agencies because I don't want any outside influence. I feel like that could possibly um, take the creative process that I have. And dilute it to where the videos wouldn't be as authentic or be as believable. And my my goal is is just to communicate the day to day out here because I want to tell that story. I, I need to move into the truck. I didn't realize my battery was low on the computer here. Um, but I didn't I didn't. Uh, but what 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 I want though is I want to tell this story of what it's like to be out here from the perspective of like you know a guy in his four by four truck with his dog that's going around hiking and kind of doing all the stuff we did as kids. At least I did. I was fortunate to grow up, you know, doing outdoor stuff when I was a kid and um, communicate that story to people. Cause I think it's unique. I think there's a lot of people out there that are living the van life and th- those are neat stories, but there's a lot of those stories. And the four by four truck camping, you know, like you and i talked about it a bunch is it takes it and takes, takes the van life a step further. And I want to tell that story of what it's like to really be out there and be out there by myself. And I think that right now it's a great time to do it because there's so many people that are that are um feel like they're trapped in their scenario or stuck in the city or, you know, whatever with the whole pandemic going on. And so I feel like it's my responsibility now that I've built this audience to continue to deliver like daily, you know, keep on putting out stuff. And I do a lot for the Patreon crowd. Um, I do even more for them. But like the stuff that you see on YouTube, those videos, it's 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 trying to communicate exactly what's going on day. I, I want it like a running journal. It's kind of like a video blog. Yeah, you know, like a vlog. And so that that I, I, I changed the focus of like. Like I was saying, when I first started, I just I just did how to, and the people that really got me to think about doing lifestyle videos were Barron and Elsa, because hanging mm. out with them one winter, like before winter camp we winter camping started, they're like, why don't you do videos about your lifestyle? And I was like. Who wants to watch a 45-year-old balding white male truck camp? <laughs> I'm not a hot girl, like no one wants to watch that shit. But then, but they're they like, they're like, no, pe- pe- people, people, want to know what it's like out here. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know they're probably right. And then I started looking at her channel, and obviously they crush it. Yeah. And so I thought, I thought, well, why don't I try this out? And if you if you look at the first video I did with Less out videos, it's funny because the editing all sucked. I just got the new <clears throat> final final cut pro and I didn't know what I was doing. And like the intro uh, graphic is a little off center and there's some white space over here. And like, like it doesn't like the fades weren't working. Right. And I didn't know, know what I was doing, but people were like, yeah, we want to see more of that. And I'm like, all right, I'll just keep trying. And so what I'll do is when I, when I film videos now, I'll start out in the morning and I'll just start shooting. Like I'll just start running, start letting the camera roll. And I'm like, well, there's going to be a story eventually today. And I'll just have the cameras going throughout the day and I'll capture it. And then I'll build something around it. So like last night, I was I was sitting here in front of the truck, and I was messing with the AC-200, and I noticed that there were a bunch of bats that kept flying overhead. Well, it was the same two bats that were circling overhead. They'd circle over the truck, and they'd fly super slow and kind of dive bomb down real close, and then go back around and then make this loop, and they were just doing it nonstop. So I grabbed my camera and started filming them and i can take i can freeze the or slow down the shots and you can see the bat's wings perfectly like flying through the air and stuff like this i'm wow. like i can totally build a story around this you know <clears throat> and the same thing with all those fish that i catch in the water all the time and when i catch them on film that i they don't know i'm there like people love seeing that stuff and so i think that i can like that tells so much more of a story i think than something that i could communicate and verbally because it's it's like you know Fish in the water swimming, like people. Are, oh my gosh, that's beautiful! Or there's deer, and you know you capture those uh, animals running, or, or or whatever you know, or or thunderstorms rolling in over a mountain pass, and it's like, I don't I don't know any people where that doesn't invoke some sort of emotional response. People say, "Man, I want to go there," you know. Right. And so, if I can create that connection, and then also throwing sierra into the videos people love dogs and sierra is super fun and affectionate and run runs around like crazy and so i was like if i can create all these emotional hooks then and be genuine about it and it's not bullshit then i think i can truly build an audience and i just didn't expect it to take off like it did you know it took off way faster than i thought
1: yeah, I, I mean, I you know, in our podcast episode yesterday, I, I, I mentioned that I, it just doesn't surprise me at all, just because I've been watching you get better and better and better at this. And I, I guess, what's really jumping out to me right now is like you, you, you really are a storyteller. I, I think that that's your, you know, that's your superpower. If, if you really want to, like, you know, boil it down to, you know, what what it is that you do well. It is your capacity to tell a story, and I um, I just admire it. And you're 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 doing a really really good job. You're hooking me in, and like I'm not again, like I'm not. I, I just don't spend a lot of time on 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 YouTube, and for for a variety of different reasons. But um, your whenever I do watch videos from you, you you always just bring me in. I'm like like wow, like I feel like the it's really interesting because you know there, there's a side of me that with what I'm doing right now and, you know, kind of grinding it out in truck world and yada, yada, yada. Like I'm jealous, you know, when I'm, when I'm watching your film, it's like, ah, fuck, I should be out there, you know? But I, I think that that's also like, I know exactly what it feels like to be out there and like to have these mm-hmm. small little moments, you know, with these, you know, these really, really piercing details and like the, like I know exactly what that feels like. And, mm-hmm you know, you're, it it, 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 it's a testimony. My experience is a testimony to your talent as a, a producer, you know, as, as, as an artist, um, because like you're, I I'm not, I, I'm not just some Joe below that is, <laughs> You know, couch surfing, and like I know what exactly what it feels like out there, and you're tapping into that for me. You know, as someone so that that truly, truly knows. So, you know, I'm not trying to get up on my high horse, but I can only imagine. You know, as someone that is just just starting to scratch the surface of what this experience might be like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I can I can just kind of say. To, to that audience, like yeah, you're right. Well, you're watching the right dude because I I know what it's like to live exactly like you're living, and you know I'm getting that experience. I'm getting that sensation and that feeling um, when I watch cool. your stuff, and and so I can I can definitely say that it's it's the real deal.
0: So I appreciate um, that, man. It's 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 been it's just been great sharing this stuff, and yeah, and, uh, and it's a you know it, it gives me like. Like I, I'll have people comment, you know, Hey, I had a really tough day, but I love coming home and watching your videos. Cause it gives me like some peace of mind and an opportunity to kind of check out a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I owe it to these people to continue this, especially given what's going on. You know, I can do it out here. I mean, I'm, you know, where I'm at, you know, I'm camping out here by myself. There's no one around all day long. I've got the time to do it. I'm If I took this time and just sat on my butt the entire day and did absolutely nothing, I think that'd be pretty selfish, honestly. And I think that, my payment for being out here and my debt to society for having an opportunity to live this way is to just to pump out as much content as I can and try to be as real as possible to give people a window into this. Like, Cause you know, it's not for everybody. I mean, we've talked about that a million times. Um, right. The lifestyle is not doesn't suit every single person out there, but for the right person, man, you can flourish with this. And it, and it just, you, you and I have both talked about the sense of uh, satisfaction and just overall well-being we get from being on the road and just being nomadic and how it's like it clears our headspace and we're better people from it and all, uh, and all that stuff. And there's more people out there that are wired just like you and me. And so it's like, if I can give a window into that, because like you know, backing up to prior to me hitting the road, I remember sitting in Southern California and a friend of mine that I was surf buddies with, he was telling me about his buddy who lived in Northern California. He's like, yeah, he sold all his stuff and lived in his truck so he can surf every morning before work. And I'm like, why the hell would somebody do that? You know, <laughs> like, why would they live in a vehicle? Like, that? I thought that's the weirdest thing ever. That's the dumbest idea. And then like a decade later, I'm out here doing it, you know? And it's like, I get it now. It's like, I my eyes weren't open then. And it's like, if I, if I could, but, but you know, I went through all those trials and tribulations in the, in the corporate world and I know there's other people that are experiencing similar trials and tribulations. And it's like, if I can give them a window into this and they go, that's what I'm looking for, then, you know, it gives, it helps them out. And a happier society is a better society. Sure. You know? and right now we're not very, ha- we're not, right now we're not very happy. And so if I could, if I could, if I could help fast track someone into this lifestyle and if they, they, and if they feel like they're a better person because of it, then I feel like I'm helping out the world.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I, I, I um, y- y- you said it, and we've talked about it. Like, I don't, <laughs> like it, it's, it's, it's not easy to get to the level of um, the the level of immersion that you're experiencing, and um, mm-hmm. it, it. I mean, I, I, I think it's, um, I think it is a. Um, the service that you're delivering is—you're—you're you're doing the work. You—you're doing the hard work to learn how to do it out there, to find these different spots, and then to deliver. You are delivering that authentic experience out to the audience. But I—I I don't know. It, maybe maybe I heard you wrong, or maybe I, I heard you right. But just for the, it's like, it's like, kids don't try this alone at home. Like I can, I can testify, yeah. like, dude, you're not like to the audience. You're not going to get to the level of Brian's experience out there. Cause he's been putting in a lot of hard work to figure out how to do this. And I mean, it, it's just not, it, it's not like yeah. I can watch one video of yours and be like, Oh dude, I'm going to go do that because it takes a lot of hard work to get to that level of, and it's like for every, you know, I, I think it's fair to say for every, you know, glorious moment that you're experiencing out there and you're sharing it out there, there's 10 mm-hmm. like eating shit moments, you know, where you're yeah. just, like you're, you're grinding,
0: you're cussing like crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You know, whether just you're fighting, pissed. whether you're fighting off black flies or, you know, mm-hmm. freaking chipmunks freaking battling it out you know on your on your on your ceiling as you're trying (laughs) to to sleep and um yeah you know people with their dogs that aren't aren't tending to them and and their their cause i mean it's it's um anyway i just wanted to kind of put that out there like yeah there is kind of like kids don't try this at home you know alone you're you're not going to get to that level and Good for you for uh, for passing on the experience,
0: for doing all the hard work, you know. And yeah, well, you know, it's, it, you know yeah, you know, it's funny is like uh, I'll I'll be winter camping, you know. I've been doing that since 2015 with the tent and wood stove. And I'll still get people this day that think I'm like some rookie. I have no idea what I'm doing. No, you know, no. They're like, you, you're going to die out there. You're an idiot. You have no idea what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been lucky the last five yeah. years. You know. Negative 27 degree at night with negative 35 degree wind chill. I got lucky yeah no it's, it's i was um, in there baking cookies and during that like i'm fine <laughs> i know what i'm i know what i'm doing you know yeah i got people come at me they're like they're like yeah you're fucking idiot you need to put your food out in the snow i'm like and we talked about this the other day i'm like that's the dumbest thing you do in the winter time man there's field mice everywhere there's coyotes everywhere i mean raccoons all that stuff well, they come and eat that stuff right away. And it's like, but it's funny, it's like the the people that don't have the experience. they're so certain about whatever. And they get on there and troll you, and they and they always misspell words, and I and yeah. I always comment back, and I can I I can shadow ban them so they can't. So the right. a conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. between me and the person. So I'll go on there, I'll be like, man, if you're gonna troll me, at least spell words right. You just kind of look like a fool. And then I'll just shadow ban them so they can just they can go crazy on the string and nobody will ever see it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's a nice feature that YouTube has, but but you know the one thing about putting yourself out there like that is that it is kind of weird when when. Um, when it hits, because no one prepares you for that. But I get people that recognize me. I'll be driving on the road, and uh, I've had people stop me on trails just just recently over on Monarch Pass. Be like, dude, I follow your channel, and like they're like driving by, and these people have big big grins on their face. I'm like, are they looking at me? Like I'm still kind of, you know, I don't expect to be recognized. And yeah. then they stop and like, oh, dude, I got your channel, and I love seeing, it. I love that. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, you don't know you don't know who these people are, and they're not coming at you with ill will or anything like that. It's not that, but it's just, you just don't know them, but they know you because they've watched your videos. And so that's the one weird thing about being out there is like, like like I always try to be cool to everybody, no matter what, you know, and especially if someone's saying hi, I'm like, dude, they're saying hi. Like they're going the other way. As long as I'm not in the middle of something majorly pressing, which nothing ever is, you know, I'll always talk with them, but it's just crazy, man. Like I kind of like to be a hermit. You know, I don't like to be around people very much. And to have this many people be like, dude, I love watching your stuff. I'm like, that's awesome. But like, we'll probably never hang out, <laughs> you know? I'll
1: give a tip to the audience. Like you, what you need to do is when you, when you think you might run into Brian or you know where he's camping, the way to his heart is to bring him donuts. Like if you – Yeah, that's the he will not be able to resist you if you bring him, if you bust <laughs> out a six pack of donuts, like he, you, you have made a friend for life. So that's, yeah, I'll- that's the way to, uh, to, to break down the wall.
0: That is the truth. Yeah. yeah. Especially those vegan, especially those vegan donuts that are from Whole Food or the gluten free donuts from Whole Foods. Like the ones they make in house there, the the ones that I was getting when we were in Sedona, holy shit, those are good. <laughs> dude, I could eat all those in one setting, no problem. Oh yeah,
1: so, oh, I I know what that yeah. feels like. Um, yeah,
0: which which I haven't done lately because you know with this with this uh, diet plan, but dude, you you got. I mean, me I'm looking at my
1: face right now. Why well, I, I in an out oh. burger? So I'm just on like a high salt diet. So I'm just like looking at my head, fucking <laughs> explode.
0: I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're so fat. You're I saw so fat, I saw that dude. picture you put up at the at the In and Out uh, extravaganza. Uh, so, what the- yeah,
1: and I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, so my first exposure to In and Out was, um, I think it was a, it was like back in like 2002, 2003, and I, I don't know when they started, but I, I my sister was living in California. And, um, and we went to, to In-N-Out and it was like the most amazing thing I'd ever had. And the In-N-Out that I got last night was like the most mediocre, I would rate it like a mm. three out of 10. It was just Ooh. fries. The fries like were stale. The burger was like kind of tasteless. And I just don't know, mm. maybe, maybe I hit them at the wrong time or maybe they have just gone downhill.
0: But, um, they may, they may have gone I, I downhill because yeah, that the matriarch, the gr- the grandma that owned it, that one that started it, she passed away, and the kids picked it up, and they may have just, you know, they're they're trying to make it, they're trying to go national with it, they're opening up all these right. different ones across the country, and I think when you do that, like we were talking about the couple episodes in the podcast, things get too big, it just kind of quality it goes by the wayside, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it's uh, that was. That was a bummer, but I ate it. I <laughs> yeah. I ate it.
0: Uh, <laughs> Still ate, sat there I and consumed every bit. Oh,
1: my God. These fries are so bad. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yep, yeah, they're There's so a whole bad. I
0: should, probably, I should probably take them back.
1: Yeah, yeah. After <laughs> I ate know. all of them. Um,
0: well, I, I went to town yesterday and got a bunch of stuff, and I got more stuff to make the Italian beef, so we are doing that later today.
1: I cannot wait to have my my – I get my own rig, and then, dude, I'm gonna figure out how to to to, to become freaking the the Bobby Flay of truck camping or, or uh a big nice. big rig truck <laughs> truck food um you know preparation um yeah. but on the I I mean you know selfishly it's almost like I want to hire you or get you I want to convince you I want to convince you to tell my story because I don't know how to tell my story mm-hmm. like I want to get you. To freaking sit shotgun and freaking tell the story of my big rig adventures, and you know, yeah, if I were to God, hire, God. yeah, no, if I were to hire like a can, you know, a a freaking cinematographer or whatever you call like video people, like mm-hmm. y- you'd be the dude to tell my story because I I think that you'd capture you'd capture the right slices and put them together, and I don't I don't know what it is like I don't I just don't have that. um, I don't know if it's a patience or a mindset or whatever, but that's just not my, that's just not, that's not my superpower. I'm still trying to figure out what my superpower is, but, um, that's, that's not my superpower.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, when I first started doing the videos though, I mean, if you go back and look at the first ones, good, good Lord, they're horrible. I mean, <laughs> I mean horrible audio. I'm just, I'm whipping the camera. around like crazy. It just, you know, and so after a while, with a lot of practice, you know, you'd be surprised at, at how good you could get at it. I think that uh, when, I, when I first started, you know, I didn't know anything about this. But then you, you just you kind of pick up stuff along the way. And you notice trends when you're filming. You'd be like, oh, this is good lighting. You know, I, oh, I've had that lighting. And when I have filmed in the past, I should probably take nature footage now. You know, because there's time of day where it's not good, depending on the lighting. And so and then you can capture different moments. You know, like in the morning time along, along the creek here there's a really great ray of sunshine that comes through and hits up these really cool rocks with these moss on it and the water kind of sparkles over it. So it's like you get morning footage of that and you you start the video with that. It's like, it's morning time. Everybody can relate to that. So it's a scene, it's a scene that evokes emotion. So I look at stuff like that and I think that's perfect for a morning scene. Whereas, you know, even a year ago, I never looked at stuff like that. So it's like the, the skills evolve with the storytelling and, um, and I'm real pleased with the way things were going. Oh so yeah, I, oh, I, I just love it.
1: Yeah, no, and and it shows. And I guess I'm just, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I mean, we'll we'll see what happens once I get get over this training hurdle. And um, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. even have my GoPro with me just because I I've, I've limited what I'm carrying with me, and and all that uh, makes sense for training. Together. Yeah, and it just is. It's it's just not appropriate right now. To like, I think it would be. I mean, it, I think. Um, I think my trainer would be so first day you, got, of, you
0: get, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get in his say, "How's it going?" And was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah." He'd be like, "All right, dude, you welcome to Craig TV." Yeah, yeah, no, that's not. <laughs> He's like, "Nah, dude." Well, you know, I was happen. actually thinking about that this morning because I told you I didn't sleep at all last night, and so um, I was thinking about it this morning about how cool it would be to actually tag along for like a month, and you know, just follow you wherever you're going. And then, um, if you have some downtime in between like assignments, you know, if you've got like, you're finishing up one job, one place, and then you got to go another place like a couple weeks, like that'd be even better. Cause then I could get you at work and then in between and show you ramping up for another job, you know, and then we could also truck camp too. If you have your rig, we could go somewhere and, you know, somewhere that's yeah, that, that, no. That, and I think that, I, that think that, I mean,
1: in, and just from a subject matter standpoint, like I, I've got friends of mine, you know, who are you know, doing all sorts of different stuff, but they're fascinated. They're all like hitting me up. Like, Oh my God, I'm so interested in what, you know, the trucking mm-hmm. industry and long haul trucking is like. So I, I think that there's definitely an audience for, um, you know, even, there are people that have like, you've, you've mentioned it, that some YouTube channels that just show whatever trucking, um, you know, mm-hmm. just like roll the camera for 20 minutes. Like people like are watching that they're eating that stuff up like, like donuts. Um, so there's no doubt that there's an interest level in, in it. And then there's a story to be told. I mean, dude, at some of the places just like that, that going into that Newark, that Newark, New Jersey port. And just dude, that was freaking nuts. Like you just have these, like,
0: that's wild
1: Ukrainian Russian dudes, like, you know, operating the place you're looking around. You're like, what? Like there are bodies, somewhere on this place and like they if i don't keep my head down i will be killed
0: I'm and just gonna, like yeah. that, that i'm gonna join him i don't want this
1: yeah and just like that you know that one spray-painted sign and like like parking not anytime here and you know, <laughs> yeah you,
0: it's totally not the right words you're like okay oh uh, yeah that's you're like not what, right
1: what is, that's just like you know someone like took the boggle and just you know shook up the words and and they couldn't figure yeah. out how to put them together. Um so yeah, there's there's there's, there's a lot of stories to be told out here. Um,
0: yeah, and and, and and I think I think also too your story. I mean, you know, that I mean there's stories from the road that are interesting, you know, but I think also your story and then Rue and you know uh, you guys' adventures in Hawaii and all that stuff. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole there's a whole set of stories to tell. I I see it being kind of like a like a multi part series.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think, and, and I, I, again, I, I do think that you've got, you have the talent, um, you know, from uh, whatever you want to call it, a content or creator, or, you know, with with producing the videos, um, you've got the ability to tell the story, both in capturing the raw material and then parsing it all together. Um, and I'm, I, I think I, th- there actually is, um, I am allowed to have, um people in the truck with me i i, I don't know what hoops i've got to go through to have that authorized mm-hmm. but um that would be a freaking amazing story that'd be an amazing project to work yeah on, uh,
0: yeah i was together. thinking about that too because i because i could i could i could literally get like a friend to be like hey i'll be like hey come take my truck for like a week and go do something and that way right. i wouldn't just sit somewhere you know at least it would be with somebody and then i'd just say hey let's look up again in a week and then that way you know, I could actually ride with you and experience, like, you know, let the camera roll at three o'clock in the morning if something's going on, shit like right. that. And also too, I'd, I'd love to capture the truck stop vibe. I mean, oh, that man, would just be so interesting, dude. That we could—that'd be like a whole sub series in itself, you know. It's so, yeah, I, it's uh,
1: it yeah, it it it's definitely crazy. The uh, the truck stop scene—I can't it's, imagine. Uh, man. It's very oh, hey, give wait me a second. Me
0: so much
1: fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, give me one second. I gotta I gotta take a leak. It's um it's actually really, really funny. The uh so on on the note of me taking a leak, like I've got I've got zero control. Uh, I've got control over my bladder. It's not like I pee in my pants. But like I have to uh-huh. pee all the freaking time. I'm one of those people that they're just like I can't. I can't fucking hold it like I I'm just like I can I literally am someone if I'm having enough liquids in me if I'm getting my coffee in me like I'll go to the bathroom like three times in an hour and so being on the truck with the trainer like he he can hold he can hold it for like eight hours like he he's had conversations <laughs> with his doctor where this doctor's like like dude you gotta like you got to go to the bathroom more like you're gonna like blow out your bladder or whatever it is but you know to to really get into the nitty-gritty details like i am i am a really good pee in the bottle kind of dude like i will do that all the time you know while i'm driving got my gatorade bottle i'm gonna like you know and that's how i i manage my my bladder issues but that's like, the, that's, there's two rules that he's laid out to me. One is no lot lizards in the truck. And the, the, the other is it's like that no peeing rule. in the truck. Oh yeah. No. Cause oh. he's had, he's had trainees. So I'm just like, that's one of the most uncomfortable things for me is to like having to pee. And like, I'm, my legs are going dancing and whatnot. And he's like, look at him. He's like, you got to pee again. I'm like, yep. And like, that is one of the most challenging things that I've got going on in my truck. like, I've got so much fear and anxiety. I'm like, I'm going to have to pee again. And like, where, like, I'm just not, I'm not used to having to find a rest stop or, you know, pull over. And then on top of that, to freaking park that monster while I have to go to the bathroom is Mm -hmm. so hard like i'm because i'm all like i'm all like freaking amped up like holding holding in my pee and then i have to freaking find a way to like navigate this tractor trailer you know and park it and what have you while i have to pee it's it is yeah. the hardest part of my job right now is is dealing Dude, with that my sucks. Bladder. oh god it's
0: horrible <laughs> that sucks it's, it's
1: absolutely <laughs> horrible
0: yeah. You know, I'm, 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 to the point now to where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like using bathrooms, which I know is I didn't weird, know. I Yeah. No, I, I'm not. Especially when I'm road I, trip I, I'm and I'm like, you. yeah, I don't want to go in there as a bunch of germs and stuff. I'm like, I'll I'd, I'd just find, I'll just go out in the forest somewhere.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, that's, I, and, and it's, it sounds, I don't know if it's like a, um, you know, he's worried about, uh, giving the company a bad name, but it sounds like he's not even cool with like, Going, you know, and parking and just going off behind a tree. Like, we've got to find a restroom with a bathroom. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, I am dude, that's dying. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it'll be different once I... You see that? You see that, dude? That's freaking
0: big right Yeah, there. dude.
1: You see that, baby? 24-inch
0: oh, pythons, oh. man. Hulk Hogan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it, it's going to get easier once I get my own rig. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that's, that's one of my biggest challenges right now.
0: That'd be challenging. Um, Cause I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a big distraction mentally, especially when that's going on.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I, um, you know, we made mention of it in yesterday's podcast and I, and, you know, it's, it, the, the audience doesn't know anything about really about what's been going on with the with mm-hmm. this whole, um, with this whole spirit. So just to bring everybody up to date. So the, the day that I left, so I, when I lined up this this drive in gig, I knew that there was going to be a training period of like a month and a half to two months where I couldn't have Rue with me. And so I had arranged um, with my sister like, hey, can you take care of Rue while I'm um, going and doing this thing? And then after I'm done with training, I'll, I'll pick him up. So my sister was cool with that and that, that, that was a hard decision to make, but I was like, all right, I just got to do this to, to get over this training hurdle and and then things will be good. But the day that I left, Rue was vomiting, um, in the morning and, you know, dogs, that's just sometimes dogs, just like humans, they'll get a little bit sick and, and they vomit and, and that's a bummer, but that was the situation that I left was that Rue had spent part of the night vomiting. And so he was not feeling well in the morning. But I found out later on that evening when I called to check in on him, the vomiting had been getting progressively worse. And it ended up that he had a, a, a part of a toy lodged in his small intestine. And my sister took him to the vet the following morning and He ended up having to go in for emergency surgery um, to have that removed, and the vet was really, really concerned. So that was my entrance into trucking was having Rue. Like, you know, it, it was a legitimate question. It was just like one of those conversations that was had with the vet. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we're we're going to get him in, and um, hopefully he'll recover. But um, he's like, this is really, really serious, and he might not make it. So that that was my entrance into the trucking world. And and I was just beside myself with worry. And, um, he, he did end up recovering well from that. And there's been a process, um, as to, um, just his, his recovery. And my sister's done a really, really good job, but just a few days ago, Rue suffered a seizure. Um, so my sister, I, I was driving, um, I was driving on I 80 West through Pennsylvania and I, got a text from my sister like call me asap and i never get those from her and so um i i actually kind of broke the rules i had a hands free deal with my phone but while i'm training i'm not supposed to be on the phone and i called my sister and she's like i'm on my way to the pet er rue went completely limp She's like he he totally passed out and went completely limp for like 15 to 30 seconds. She's like I started screaming at the top of my lungs um and then he started convulsing um and he ended up like shitting everywhere like during that convulsion period and she's like I'm on my way. I was just like I don't know what's happening. Um so long story short, um he he did recover there was no like conclusive signal as to like, yeah, he's got heart problems or yeah, he's had a seizure. Um, but again, like I was just mortified as to the thought of, of Rue having these issues without me being there. And, um, so it, it all signs point to, he did have a seizure. Um, he's recovered from it and, um, he went in for additional blood work to my vet and, the only the only signal um, that popped up through the blood blood work is is that he he seems to be low on his protein, and um, hmm. you know, with all the issues of his his blindness, and I don't, you know, I've talked about it with you offline, but he's got this what's referred to as muscle wasting on the top of his head, where it, it you can just see the outline of his skull which is on other dogs, there's, there's tissue up there. And so that's a signal of some kind of neurological disorder. And hmm. all the vets that I've ever brought him into um, over the past several years, that's the first thing that they've talked about. And that was even showing up before he went blind. And hmm. so all the conversations that I've had with vets since then they believe that there's some kind of relationship between that muscle wasting and his blindness. Um, Mm. And again, the underlying issue being a neurological disorder. So yeah, all signs point to something going on, you know, in his neurological system that, you know, the blindness, the muscle wasting, and now the, the, the seizure. So again, long story short, Everything looks great with him at this point because um, he. he I, I got the report, so he went. This happened last week, and he went in for a vet visit on Friday. Um, I just got the report from my sister yesterday as to the results of the the blood work. That everything is fine, and 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 yeah. it, the, the vet's happy with where he's at. That's he good. is open to you know if I want. If I want to go down the route of getting an MRI for him and further investigation, he's like, you know, I'll have, I, I I know who to go to and, um, you know, where to set that up. But he's like, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what's going to come to come from that. He said it's going to cost twenty five hundred bucks. Um, so the, you know, the, uh, the, the whole small intestine surgery that cost that ended up costing thirty five hundred dollars and to the thought of like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, and it's not even, you know, I'm not even really balking at the costs, you know, cause you just like, this mm-hmm. is what you do, you know, as, 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 a dog owner. And, but my, you know, the, the outstanding question to me is like, what, what additional decision would I be able to make if we got the MRI you know mm-hmm. would that be like okay you get to have surgery or okay we'll start taking medicine it doesn't sound like there is a clear like if you get the mri then it it's it's more of like we'll just have more certainty as to what the issue is it's not as though I we'll be able to make you know a, an additional decision for his well-being because mm-hmm. The way that I understand it now is like even with seizure medication, if you want to go down that avenue, usually the course of action is you you wait until they've had two or three seizures before you make that decision. So anyway, I just wanted to to bring the audience up to speed as to that. That's kind of an additional layer of stress and and um, um, just my whole truck training experience. There's just been kind of this cloud over like, holy shit, my dog. Mm -hmm you know and and of course there's like parents guilt you know like what would things be different you know had i been there and on all different fronts but that's that's been super yeah. challenging um so but yeah he, he's you know he's 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 the normal brew that you know he's he's wagging his tail he's doing a little strut he's howling you know he's
0: always wanting <laughs> to yeah. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah so man,
1: you he's healthy you a think little it's track. spirits
0: yeah go ahead go ahead you were saying you're with, with the sister uh,
1: no. Yeah. No, no. He, he, like I, I would, th- there's, you know, the only other person that I would want him with other than my sister is with you, you know, as far as like trusting, mm-hmm. um, you know, trusting him to be in good care. So I, I can't, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's things are as good as they possibly can be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great to know that, I mean, your sister's on top of it, you know, and also to you, I, I saw on the post that you put on Facebook that, um, was it your sister's kids that helped with Rue and helped give him a bath and get him all cleaned up? And, you know, just kind of yeah. after he had the seizure. So that's that's awesome. That
1: yeah, was, that was that was really, really touching. Yeah, my my niece, my my, teen, my niece gave him a bath because, you know, he had he had just kind of released his bowels. And then my nephew was with my sister when um, when Rue had the the event, the seizure event. And he was, you know, he went with her to the ER, the pet ER, um, to make sure that he was okay. So, yeah, it's just really, um, I, I, you know, I can't describe how much that means to me. You know that that he's getting support and care um, while I'm gone. Yeah. But certainly, it's it's not um, it's not easy. It's not easy being, yeah. being this far away from him.
0: Well, he's he's a special little dude, and I've been concerned about him as well. And I, I can't imagine how tough that would be. I'd be I'd just be a mess if I, that was happening to me when I was out, you know, if that was happening to Sierra. So, but what's nice is, is like, he'll be able to join you soon. And, you know, you guys are going to have a blast on the road. And I know he's, like, he's, like, yeah. he's, always, he's always so happy when you come around, his little tail just goes crazy and all that stuff. And he's just, you're like the light of his life. So, you know, it'd be cool to have him back with you. I can't wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think that that, that, that kind of brings everybody up to speed. Um, I, I think that you, you and I have something to work on as far as, uh, figuring out a way to get you to sit sit shotgun, you know, and, and yeah. uh and and drive around with the big boys.
0: No, dude, I'm totally down. That sounds like yeah. that sounds like a total blast. So we're gonna set that up for sure. Nice. Very, very nice.
1: All right. Well cool, I think man. we got our got, a, got ourselves a couple of good episodes.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'll get these things edited up. And we'll get them posted.
1: All right, man. Well I'll uh I'll uh we'll we'll be in touch and and keep everybody else uh in in the loop as to, to what our adventures are.
0: All right, man, you stay away from those lot lizards.
1: (laughs) I got to say, I'm a little horny, so. uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, No guarantees on my end, Brian.
1: (laughs) I can't promise you anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm making a beeline right now. I'm going to get off the (laughs) phone. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. All right, dude. Well uh, Have fun out there. All right, thanks, dude. Yeah.